Just look at this studio filled with fabulous prizes. Ooh. All waiting to be won on Score North's... Pick your prize! Behind door number one is a $10,000 gift card to Chanhassen Dinner Theaters for shows, concerts, food, and beverage. Ooh. Door number two has $10,000 in home improvements for your kitchen, bathroom, windows, and more from Minnesota Rusco and Companies. Ah. And behind door number three, LASIK eye procedure from Dr. Lovanoff at Ovo LASIK and Lens. And a fantastic vacation. No surprise zoinks. What you want, you pick. 14 prizes in all, each valued at $10,000. Sign up for Score North's Pick Your Prize. You can register daily through the Score North app or go to scorenorth.com keyword prize. Sweepstakes begins March 18th. Special thanks to our prize partners. All right, I know the Twins lost yesterday 5-2 to two, uh, to Miami. They wind up losing the series. But I think we had a pretty big win yesterday, Patrick and gentlemen. I think it was only 10 times in 162 games a twin starter completed seven innings last year. Yes. We already have one under our belts. Pablo Lopez. Was, was it 10? Were there 10? It was eight or it was like eight or ten. I didn't even there. think it was that high. I yeah. know, I know. Bundy did it once early, didn't he? And then they wouldn't let him pitch more than five. But uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, astounding. It, it wasn't even uh, didn't even look like he was stirring in the bullpen in the seventh. There was it. It wasn't until uh, at the end of the inning you knew he oh. wasn't going to keep going. Then how many pitches did he end up with? Only 88 pitches. And in retrospect, probably didn't need to bring in Griffin Jacks and Caleb Thielbar to implode in the eighth inning, but that's well, Twins but, baseball. But, I mean, they're pretty good. So it's just, you know, it's going to happen once in a while. Caleb comes in and does what he wants. Here, one of the new rules from about three years ago, uh, be, you know, Thielbar comes in, strikes out Louis Arise, which he was supposed to do because Louis 100 points less against uh uh, left-handed pitching, but then he's got to face two more guys, and yeah. uh, he managed to hit Solaire's bat. They did that yesterday twice. They hit yeah. Solaire's bat, just like when they hit Joey Gallo's bat last week twice in a game. So, uh, you know, Solaire's one of those hitters. If you can, if you throw him a nice cookie, he'll hit it out. And uh, you know, I can't complain about having uh, Jackson Thielbar in the game. They've both been pretty good, and Thielbar's been great. And not this time, though. He'll have a couple of those every year. So, uh, but the two times they faced really good pitchers, they didn't hit, you know. Luzar, that guy yesterday, whew, that lefty had some good stuff. And then, of course, uh, the Alcantara, uh, Alcantara is uh, fantastic. So They got our guy Perkins, by the way. He's like, he's like doing the interviews with Rocco and stuff. They're short-staffed. I think Audra's are they not doing, traveling Audra or what, what's the deal? Well, she's doing hockey, I think. So they might, I mean. Well, they quit, they quit paying the twins, so you yeah. do have some problems. Well, but yeah, but they're putting Perky on a plane and flying him down there, so that expense-wise, it's no, it's no different as far as the twins broadcast. But I don't know. They they started that last year because Audra was complaining she didn't get to talk at all, so they would have her do like analysis after the fifth inning or something. And you, what what that started late in the year, you'd say the hell is she doing but uh i think they're they've decided to do that now and have and sometimes perky's trying to explain the have you noticed the new yeah. analytics thing they're trying mm-hmm. to explain the new analytics well 
he's trying to explain the new analytics to start the inning and there's two outs because it doesn't <laughs> take any time anymore. Honest to God, Judd and I were exchanging texts yesterday. That one inning didn't take two minutes. The top of the half inning, it, it was it the sixth or seventh? It was it was like eighty seconds. Two ten, <laughs> baby. Time of game two ten. One fifty seven and two ten for the last two games. And it looked like it had a fighting shot to go well to go quicker than the other day until the uh, bullpen ran in a little trouble there. But uh, I just looked it up. Twelve games yesterday. None of them went three hours. Cleveland, none of them went three <laughs> hours. Cleveland and Oakland played a six-four game, ten innings, a lot of base runners, and it was two fifty-eight. Wow! That was the only. Uh, not not none of them went three hours yesterday. 12. Amazing! This is great. Yeah, it is. It's incredible. Except you know damn well. They're now going to have to, we talked about it yesterday, but they're going to have to do something about their concession business. One thing they could do is open the ballpark an hour and a half early instead of an hour, right? When do they open it? Like an hour? It's usually, well, it's usually like an hour and a half standard. It's two hours for opening day. But, yeah, just like throw it open for an extra half hour or leave it open. I don't know what the rules are for leaving it open later. but ML, somebody sent me yesterday when I said that we were on the campaign to sell, uh, I texted and tweeted out that we are on the campaign to sell beer until the last pitch. And if you're in line, you can get another, you can get a beer. But some guy said the new, the new uh, message from MLB is keep them open till the eighth inning, till the end of the eighth inning. Oh, Oh, so there is been an adjustment. Yeah, but Major League Baseball is the one who told them because I'm sure it took three days for the owners to call them and say, we can't sell any hot dogs anymore. Declan, we got those tickets, Declan. I'm renewing now. I got, I got yeah, right. There it is. The, the, twin, the twin season ticket more. bat phone. There it is. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> Might as well. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it is, is this the, is this the first thing in baseball history that's worked too well? <laughs> you know, it's unbelievable. It is. It's remarkable. It, it is. John was, what'd you say? You were, you were, Messing around, you flip the game on after an hour, and it was the fifth. Yeah, I started to watch. I'm like, it'll be in the third. It's in the fifth inning. It's like the bottom of the fifth inning. It's like we legitimately have to recalibrate what we perceive. Yeah, we I, mean, I, was, I was telling you guys the other day, like I'm, I'm so used to scrolling through my phone between pitches because I just need like nine screens to stimulate me now. And, uh, you know, like for years and years, for 10 years of Twitter, right, You've got this sort of oh, yeah. internal clock of when you need to look up, and now it's like I look up and there's like a commercial happening because the inning ended. Like, what happened? Well, I could always watch two games, maybe two different sports events between pitches. Yeah, you, you know, you can you can switch to see what the other score was. I think was going on. Switch back between pitches. Now you can't switch between pitches because the pitch is on the wave. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's astounding and. Uh, what, uh, I got, I got to tell you another thing. If, uh, Miami wants to get rid of that lefty that pitched yesterday, I'd take him off their hands. Ooh, Ooh, that guy's dead. got some good stuff for a lefty. So they got shut down twice, but, uh, those guys are going to shut down everybody. Those, those two pitchers. And then after that, Miami doesn't have anything, but, uh, those two pitchers. Ooh. Yeah. Liz- Lizardo, uh, Jesus Ooh. Lizardo. He came from the A's, right? 
Uh, I believe was he with the A's? Yeah, I, I it's so hard to keep track. There's like I think four household names in yeah. baseball now. Oakland, so Tampa yes. Bay. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's uh, uh, they actually could have played today. Sunshine and everything's fine, but what's the high? Thirty six or thirty seven or something. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get twelve tomorrow. degrees uh, bump tomorrow. So yeah, and a nice weekend. So uh, that's good. You know. What the heck? Get rid of our snow and let's go here. Uh, last night, watched a little hoops. Watched the uh, Clippers and the Lakers. It was no contest. The Clippers, Kawhi, who plays, you know what, he takes, he plays, he takes a month off. He plays a couple of games. He takes a month off. The Kawhi played 43 minutes. Clippers have beaten the Lakers 11 in a row. The wow. Lakers have not beaten the Clippers since the the bubble in uh Whenever the hell about the 2020 bubble in uh, Orlando that they had, the Clippers, the Lakers haven't beaten them since then. It's Amazing. Been, and the Clippers are, you know, Paul George isn't playing, and the Clippers beat them as bad as they wanted. It is uh, weird, though, you know, Clippers home game, but it's in the same arena, and the crowd is cheering for the Lakers, of course. So, uh, but. LeBron and those fellas uh, looked very tuckered out. So well, and the and the Wolves took another bad beat last night. This is all self inflicted, by the way. Don't lose ten games to the worst teams in the NBA, yeah. and, you don't, and you don't have to play I, this game. But the the Pelicans, I think, were down by about twenty points yes. at one point in that game against Memphis, and they came yeah. all the way back and they won in overtime. So but you're still a game a game behind the Pelicans and the Lakers. I was actually watching the end of that game in regulation. The Pelicans were six up with five seconds to go and managed to go overtime. They committed it. They fouled the three-point shooter. Then they pushed. Then a guy made a a free throw, missed the next free throw, and they pushed. They they got called for a foul, pushing the rebounder out of bounds, and he made two more free throws and went to overtime. And then they won anyway in overtime. But they, it was uh, it was one of the dumbest displays of basketball ever, and yet the Pelicans still won. So yeah, so it looks that, like it looks like the Pelicans and the Lakers will play for who's ninth and who's tenth. Though. That's well, it it's so right now. I mean, the Wolves. I think I think if the Wolves win out, including beating the Pelicans, I think they have the tiebreaker over the Pelicans, so they would then mm-hmm. get the eight spot. But the nine, so you're you're if you can if you don't do that you're going to play in the nine ten game and then win you have to win that to get to the to the next game. Mm-hmm. But even if you yeah. let's say you 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 win your last two games and you get that eight seed, okay, you're going to go to Los Angeles play the Lakers and the refs. Yeah. Um, it's you know they've just totally screwed themselves with that Portland loss mm-hmm. and a bunch of these other ones. Yeah, and even if you uh, you know if if you if you may, if if you get the eight, you're gonna have to go to L.A. and then get a plane and fly back from L.A. to play at home, right? Against whoever you know, the Pelicans or whoever whoever's coming in here and play them two days later. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're not in uh, they're not in great shape to say the least. And if they do get and, through, if they do get through with that seven eight, let's say they they play the seven eight game, they do beat the Lakers. It would be a rematch against the Grizzlies in the first round. Uh, uh, I saw Johnny tweet this out yesterday. I didn't realize it was this bad. The ones, the, 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 the tankers, you know, the teams that are tankers. Yeah. They're five and 10. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this. It's insane. They're five and 10 against the tankers. And if they, 
if they lose to San Antonio, which they can, they oh, yeah. can lose to San Antonio. They'd be fine. But hey, how about the NBA? The scheduling, though. How moronic is this? You you play Tuesday, right? Then you play. Then you don't play till Saturday, and you have back to backs. What the hell is that about? Why aren't they playing like Thursday or something? It's it is stupid. weird. And what's ridiculous, obviously, you're not going to go 15-0 and 0 in those 15 games, but 5-10 and 10 is embarrassing. If you were to flip that, which I think is reasonable, yeah. go 10-5 oh, yeah. and 5 against the worst teams, the Pistons, the teams that don't want to win. The, te- the, the Blazers were yeah. literally putting out a G League team <laughs> yeah. not wanting to win. They weren't cha- – there's a couple calls they could have challenged, and they didn't because they don't care. And you still <laughs> – right. if, if you go 10-5 and 5 in those games instead of 5-10 and 10, – I believe you'd be sitting 45 and 35. You'd be the four seed, a half game above the Suns right now. Yeah. Uh, They have been a uh, weird bunch, to say the least. But they had the flu, so that's Archie. Last year, the Twins had officials, the flu. Last year, the the Twins had, uh, well, yesterday, the Twins had shadows. I saw oh, God. We had shadows yesterday was the reason we couldn't hit. Either that or this guy was throwing 98 and, uh, with a movement, uh, the lefty. That, that, that could have had something to do with it, too. Grossly unfair, Patrick. Yes. Grossly yeah, but... unfair when a team like the Marlins takes those shadows and tries to use them to their advantage. <laughs> hey, Frozen yeah. 4. Frozen 4, we got hey. the Gopher Pucksters. Hey. You know, what was it? Uh, only uh, two years ago that uh, we sent three Minnesota teams to the Frozen Four and Massachusetts sneaked in and won the title, took it away from us. So I'm not I'm not under uh, underestimating these sneaky teams from the east, Boston U and Quinnipiac, because you don't know anything about them. But uh, I really think they're going to win it. And uh, they just I, you know, they played that lousy first period up and against Canisius, and then they, you know, then they've been pretty good ever since. I think they found their game. They got the best players that uh, they've had in 20 years, and uh, I think they're going to win it. And uh, but it, again, it's hockey. So okay, are problem. we are we greasing are we greasing the light poles in Dinky Town? Legitimate question. I don't we were know. turning cars over 20 years ago. Yeah, and uh, UConn gave us a little uh, example of what the, the modern student thinks he should do. Uh, you know, pull down a light pole and then push it through the student union front glass. So that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, that wasn't good. we've seen the. Uh, if you can have a uh, a riot in Stores, Connecticut, which has got about you know five thousand people, think of what that we can do here if we want to. But. Uh, yeah, I, we, we we did have the riot, but but our riot back then was what telephone poles and burning the garbage bins, right? I think we was, burned a couch, right? Did we burn a couch? I think a we couch burned a couch in the middle of the road, if I'm not mistaken. As okay. well, I, I got news for you people. I will never be impressed with your post victory riots because I was in Detroit in '84 and they knew how to riot. Damn it! Yeah. That's what started, I think. <laughs> huh? I, I think. Like, that, that's where post-celebration riots started. Yeah, well, they'd, done, they'd done it in the 60s, too, but uh, this one was really – this one was more dignified. And, how, do you, uh, how, how do you go from joy over a sporting event <laughs> to lighting couches on fire and turning over cars? That, that's we, angry behavior. 
we were in the press box at uh, Tiger Stadium where you can walk out on the roof if you go through the back door, right? Because uh, it was up way up high and you could walk out on the roof. And I remember Galloway, Galloway, Randy Galloway walking out there and said, you got to come and see this. So we walked out there and they tipped over a cab. All these white kids from the suburbs, by the way, were the rioters. They were all urinating on the firing cab. <laughs> there was like eight guys whizzing on the, on the burnt over cab and there were fires all up and down Michigan Avenue and you could see them all in the distance. I've told you that story before. The helicopter comes in, lands in the middle of the field, and this is three hours after the game, it's pitch dark, and we all said, oh my God, they're going to evacuate us. And it was the guy bringing in Domino's pizzas for the media. It was uh, <laughs> the guy, you know, the Domino's guy. Tom Monahan. On the team, Tom Monahan on the yeah. team. And they, 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 they were bringing in pizzas. We thought they were going to airlift us out of the ball. <laughs> there were so many flames around there. But by the time we got out of there, like four hours after the game, the, they, the, the youth had gone home and there were still flames around, but you could get downtown then and, Cabs were cabs were coming out again to take you back, and they had buses then too for the World Series to take back. But uh, that was man, you know, if you're gonna ride, let's do it right. Come on, let's go here. Let's come on, kids. Yeah, anything we get our hands on, let's light on fire. Let's go. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, real, real quick here, Pat. I know, I know the Masters, uh, the Masters is underway here. But uh, why don't you, why don't you give us what, what's your gut here? Are we gonna get any? Any fisticuffs between Liv and PGA players? There were some awkward <laughs> moments. It looked like uh, with the the green jacket photo a couple days ago, where oh, you had okay, like yeah, a row, that, you had like a row of Liv guys over here. The Champions Dinner, which yeah. is uh, on uh, is it Wednesday nights or Tuesday night? Maybe I think it's Tuesday, Tuesday night. I think. Tuesday nights, and Scotty Scheffler had the menu, and um, Scotty Scheffler is the most boring. Uh, it he purposely the most boring guy that ever lived so he's not going to stir anything up i don't know i think rory is like rory's got to be the the main character that the live guys hate right because he's he's been ripping them way oh, more yeah. than anybody else so uh that's that you know who knows if there's some question about marking the ball or who's out first or something but uh I'm sure that Augusta will uh, try to uh, keep it under control. It is, you know, it's funny not covering it now for a decade almost and, and listening to it. The, uh, the, the holiness, the hallowed ground angle does drive me crazy watching it. It's a golf tournament. The patrons. We know what the, the holes patrons. are. We know what the holes <laughs> are, but we don't have to, we don't have to, Bow down every time we take a break, and how wonderful it is! It's it's unbelievable. No one, you know, and just think of a few years ago, like twenty years ago, when it was the citadel of segregation that place, and they still we were still talking about how wonderful it was. Now I always liked going down and covering it because it was a good golf tournament, and you got to know the golf course, and you knew where you could go and watch them play and stuff like that. But it was – I never bowed down to the uh, – I don't think. The, I think you should put sacred. some respect on Flowering Crab Apple's name here, Pat. <laughs> yes. Okay, how, yeah, how well, disrespectful. They, Pink Dogwood, right? okay. 
The great one was when they had the uh, late spring and they didn't have, or they were, maybe they had the early spring and the flowers all had faded, you know, they were faded. So they were like down there on Monday or Tuesday, you could see them bringing in all these potted plants and hiding them back in the bush to make it look like they were flowering. <laughs> you know, they, they wanted to Jim have right is back there helping the groundskeeper. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who do I like? We always like to pick somebody. I think it's, uh, it's not Rory. Everybody's talking, ah, this might be Rory's year. He can't John, talk. John, John Rahm just four-putted the first hole for double bogey. Not that that's really? going to stop him from winning. But uh, no, yeah. but he actually had his run, though. You know, he had like, yep. what, six months? And now all of a sudden he's, you know, not playing as well. When you even, – even the greatest guys have their, their time off, you know, except for Tiger. He's the only one who didn't, didn't really have a slump when he was in his prime. But uh, – the rest of them, you know, they come and go, and I don't think he's hot now. You got to go for the guy who's hot right now. But uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't really have a pick. It's uh, everybody says Scheffler's playing the best, but that doesn't mean he's going to go back to back. They don't go back to back there that often. So, what the heck? Who are you picking? I don't know. Cameron Young. How about that? Cameron. That would, wouldn't that be? Okay. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, it'd be. Yeah. He deserves. Uh, he deserves uh, a. A major out, out of there. Okay, that'll be my pick. Okay, we'll see what happens. All right, gents. All right, Pat. We'll talk Bye. to you tomorrow. Yep. Bye. Uh, opening uh, home opener for the Twins tomorrow. Roycey Unchained on Score North.